Welcome everyone to another Earth Shattering Ape Show edition. This is Brandon Stackline. Uh, I said I was going to kind of base the show off of what you guys wanted to see, and so just going off the replies from the last episode, I had a uh, request to talk about my land, which I'm going to go over in the whole next section. Um, it's not going to be a lot on my land. It's kind of an old game that it, I don't do a ton of work on still, but it actually, um, an engine the rendering engine for my land I've used in pretty much all my games since then, so I am going to go over that. Um, there's another question here about what framework I use to make everything, and so I'm just going to go over that really quickly. So pretty much all my games are written in JavaScript, and I don't use any uh, third-party engines or anything like that. Um, most of my games, I use this... Uh, engine you can see the code for on the right here called scroll2d that I wrote while I was making my land which I'm going to talk about more later um, this is a engine that all you really supply is a JavaScript is a HTML canvas object and it renders a, a 2d grid like most games that are 2d are based on like a 2d tile map grid and so this does most of the work for you. It gives you the uh, scrolling around, the zooming, uh, lets you move things around. It takes care of all the hard work. So I wrote this originally for the game My Land, and I've used it in many, many games since then. And I've gotten a lot of mileage out of this, and I keep adding features to it. On the left here is uh, the second engine I've written in JavaScript, and this one is called the Death 2 engine that I wrote for the game Death 3D. Uh, when I first wrote Death 3D, it was uh, it had a software renderer that ran in the canvas, the 2D canvas, and it used regular um, I don't know is it called ray casting probably, uh, and it rendered the game much of the way that the old Wolfenstein game rendered, but the performance was really bad, especially in doing floors and ceilings, and I couldn't really do any lighting with it, and so I converted it over to WebGL, and that's where I use this. Death 2 engine. So right now it's only used in Death 3D and the upcoming game Wizards and Dungeons, which I'll show you more of later. But yeah, so these are the two game engines that I have. Um, they're both JavaScript. Like I said, pretty much everything I like to write myself. I don't use a lot of third-party code at all. Now, to make everything cross-platform, I wrote another platform called Web App Core, which I will show you now. And so Web App Core is a framework that I wrote probably ooh, starting back in 2013, and I've been improving it ever since, that um, allows me to take a JavaScript application and easily port it over to iPhone, Android, Windows, uh, Steam now. There's probably more. Desktop. Anyway, it... Uh, it provides functions that I can use cross-platform, and it gives web apps native functionality. And so everything I release is kind of a hybrid web native application. And to do that, I wrote this thing called Web App Core. It's kind of, you can think of it like PhoneGap, if you've heard of that, but written by me and very specific to Ape Apps type of things. Because uh, it has features for upgrading the app to premium, for interfacing with Ape Apps accounts, for live streaming your games, for networking both LAN and through the internet, for uh, showing dialog boxes. You might notice the dialogs in all my apps look similar, and that is because they all use this Web App Core. 
lets you uh, pick colors, you know, do all sorts of things. Input box, toast messages, title screen. This should look familiar to you. A list of items. All this um, I can do cross-platform pretty easily using this web app core uh, library. So that's what I use for everything. It's very handy. A lot of work has gone into it. That's why a lot of times um, I'll get emails or people are like, uh, they've tried to like reverse engineer some of my web apps so they can make their own thing, which I don't have a problem with. But they tie so they're so uh, tied in with this web app core thing that I wrote that unless you copy my entire server and a lot of other stuff, it's kind of hard to do. But so this is web app core. And yeah, I, I use it in pretty much everything now. I do almost no native development. There's still some legacy applications that I wrote before 2013, 2014 that are still used by a lot of people that I still update that are native, particularly on Android. There's a couple on Windows, but for the most part, I do everything cross-platform like this because the performance on JavaScript is getting pretty good on mobile devices, and when you're just one guy releasing cross-platform stuff, you don't have time to rewrite it in native code for every platform. So this is what I use. So My Land is a game that I originally developed back in July of 2014, and the idea behind it was my wife was playing this game called uh, Heyday on her phone, and it was fun. It's like this little game where you make a farm, but the deal is, like, after you got so far, everything took days and days and days to build unless you uh, sped it up with diamonds that you had to pay money for. And so I was just going to kind of make a little farming game where uh, things didn't take so long to build and you didn't have to buy diamonds. So I came up with my land, and I'm just going to start a new land here for the people that are watching on the video. And so... Obviously, it's not as uh, polished as a game that kind of gave me the idea for it, but I kind of wanted to make it like the old um, game Sim Farm that you might have remembered from the DOS days. So those are the kind of inspirations for the game. Um, I haven't really changed it a lot since then. The kind of uh, interface has changed a little bit, and I've added a few more things. But for the most part, it's stayed pretty much as it originally was. Um, it never really became a very big game. But there are a lot of people who like it, and it is fun to play, truthfully. Now, one of the most important parts of my land is the rendering engine that I made for it. It, uh, it doesn't look like much if you're watching it or if you're playing the game. Um, but I made an engine while I was creating this game called Scroll2D, which is just for drawing uh, 2D tile maps in the web browser. And the performance-wise on it is pretty good. And since I made my land, I've taken this engine and I've used it for several more games. I use it for, first I ported it to Gone Rogue, then I use it to make My Colony. I've used it, which also means I use it for Antiquitous. Um, I've used it for programs that aren't even games. There's a map editor for uh, Death 3D. I've also used it for the app Musical Kittens. And so I've gotten quite a bit of use out of it. But when I first wrote my land, I wasn't really thinking about the future, and everything in the game was hard-coded. So all the different buildings in the game, instead of separating those out into a different data file, I uh, just 
put those right into the code. And so making updates to this game was really hard, which is why it has not really gotten a lot of updates as some of my other games have. Um, over the last year or so, I've really changed that, and I've kind of broken the entire game out into its own data file, so it is actually a lot easier to update this game now than it used to be. So there's probably going to be more coming to my land in the future, and also, I had the idea of taking the uh, base game of my land and kind of making something different out of it, like a... Um, I was kind of torn between making a game where you kind of set up just a little base on the moon, kind of like a scaled-down version of My Colony that's easier for people to play and get into and not so involved as My Colony. Or maybe going the other way and making like a My Ye old Land where you're kind of in the castle days. Uh, you guys let me know if any of that stuff sounds interesting to you or not. But yeah, this is My Land. Um... I'm not going to sit here and play through it. There's really not a lot to go over with it. It's a basic game. But I spoke about the Scroll 2D engine that I've used on my land and other projects. I actually have another game coming out that's going to use that engine that I want to show you right now. It's kind of in the really early stages. It's called My Empire, and I'm getting ready to load it up and give you a preview of that. So I'm not really a very big gamer myself, but one a uh, series of games I always liked was Sid Meier's Civilization. It's one of those games you can start playing and then like the next thing you know it's 3 in the morning and you're still playing. So I've always for a long time wanted to make my own game that's kind of like Civilization. And so just a few months ago I finally decided to start uh, messing with it. And what I have coming up right now is my empire. Um, I'll leave the link to the uh, beta in the notes for this episode. You can see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. There's not much to it. It's uh, I have a long ways to go on this. I haven't implemented that much, but I'm going to show you kind of the idea of what I have so far. Uh, when you first load it up, you get to select your difficulty. Um, ranges from Earl, which is kind of an inside joke, to uh, Ape, which is really hard. I'm just going to, I'll pick the easy one so nothing goes wrong while I'm demoing the game here. Like, uh, it generates a world. Eventually there's going to be options that you can pick to f generate your own parameters and building the world. But this uses the same engine that I just showed on uh, my land. It looks a little different, but it is the same underneath. And you start with a settler. You take him, you click down here, you start your first town. Right now, it's uh, you're an unnamed civilization. It kind of gives you a random town name. Eventually, you'll be able to pick your own civs. So you click on your city. You go down here and choose your production. I will start a worker. Get him going. And also, if you click here on the beaker in the corner, you can pick what research you want to start working on. There's only one research in the game so far, the alphabet. And so I'm just going to spam next turn until my worker's done. Now, I started in the desert here, and your city can't grow without food, so you need water to grow food. So I'm going to move my worker over here and start irrigating in order to uh, get food to my city. But while that's happening, I am going to start building a monument which grows the culture of your city, which in turn uh, makes your borders grow faster. So I'm going to say click on that to build irrigation. Now I have my little irrigation ditch there. I'm going to move this guy here, get a little more irrigation going. And what I'm doing is I'm kind of chaining it all the way over to my city. And eventually, kind of like in civilization games, there's going to be a automate builder button. So he'll just do all this for you. Over here, I got a warrior from one of the other civs. 
right now, the way uh, work is assigned in your city is your population will start working the tiles starting at the middle of your city and working their way out. So to get started, you probably want to irrigate your main city square so that you know it's going to be worked. And I'm just going to kind of irrigate everything in my town. Get that going. Oh, I must have forgot to click on it. And I just wasted a bunch of turns. And if you're just listening on here, I uh, encourage you to go to the YouTube channel. Just search for The Ape Show and uh, watch, actually, what I'm doing here because it's not as fun to just listen to somebody play a game. And I apologize for that. And so my population in my town here is starting to grow. I might as well build a settler so I can get a second town going. Oh, come on. I get that worker over there. I'm going to take my settler, move him over here, get another town going. Make sure he's building irrigation. Get my second town. Once he's finished with that, I'm going to move him here. As you can see, the AI uneasy is just <laughs> building everything all around me. I'm spending too much time uh, yapping and not enough time building my civilization. This option down here lets you build a road uh, in a path so you don't have to keep clicking on build road over and over. So this town's going to need some irrigation as well. Get everything irrigated. Now if the AIs are uh, not enemies with you, they will not enter into your borders. And there will be diplomacy eventually, like in civilization, where you can sign open borders agreements with the other civs. But just to speed things along here, because you don't want to sit here and watch me play for 10 minutes, I'm going to build a warrior here and there, so I can just show you what the combat is kind of like. As I said, eventually there's going to be a diplomacy screen, but right now, if you want to go to war with somebody, you uh, you just walk over into their territory, and it'll say, you're ordering your units into their territory. Do you want to declare war? Let's do this. I should probably get another warrior. And I should probably bring this guy over here. And get another warrior going. Okay. So to fight, I just take my warrior and I move him into the other warrior. And if you win, you capture the city. I won. So the city's mine. Uh, the battle is kind of easy because I'm playing on easy. It kind of nerfs the opponents a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have put it on easy so you could see the battle a little more because that was super easy. But that's fine. Um, looks like he has another town up there. I might as well go pay it a visit. Let me just bring him right up here. Oh. Yeah, your unit will stop if you're right next to an enemy unit. So I'll go to attack him. Move right along on my way. Oh, he built a warrior before I got there. It's uneasy. I don't know if I'll be able to win at half health. Let's find out. 
No, I lost. That's too bad. But he did put a settler in my territory, who I can now, if I can get to him, capture. But he might capture my town since I kind of left it. Anyway, I can't concentrate on playing the game and also doing this recording. But you can see uh, what the concept is here. I'm kind of basing it on a mix between Civilization 3, which is my favorite one in the series, and uh, Civilization Revolution, which is a scaled-down one that I played on the Xbox. Uh, I am going to have TV support on this one, so I can release it on both the Xbox and the Amazon um, Fire Stick. So you can look forward to that. Uh, there's probably a couple months of work left to do on this one. I'm going to be working on it on and off while I work on some of my other projects. I know that um, I have a couple games I haven't updated in a while, such as My Land, like I showed, uh, Colony Wars, uh, probably My Starship. Those all need updates this month, which are going to take precedent over this. But I'm going to do a little more work on this every day, so check out the link. Um, check back on it every couple days. There's going to be more to it, more units, more things to unlock. And, uh, oh, it's going to be multiplayer, too. It's going You'll be able to play either multiplayer over the LAN or over the Internet. Cross-platform. So that's all going to be here again. I hope to have this done by June sometime. So we'll see. So this is a... That was an early preview of my empire. I hope you enjoyed that. So that's all I got for today's edition of The Ape Show. I would like to let you know that it's now on Apple Podcasts and on a Google Play Podcast, I think they call it. So even if you are watching the YouTube version and you have an iPhone or an Android, just go and subscribe. It helps the show out. Uh, helps get it out to more people. And like always, let me know what you want to see in the next, uh, next edition. I'm going to try to do this weekly. And if you're only listening to it, I encourage you to find The Ape Show on YouTube and subscribe. That helps out. And also, these are mainly video episodes, so you really can't tell what's going on if you're just listening. So I encourage you to find it on YouTube and subscribe. And if you're only on YouTube, likewise, subscribe to the uh, the audio podcast because everything helps. And I probably will do some episodes at some point that are more audio-focused. Um, I might talk about this later. I'm going to be in a situation soon where I'm having to do a lot of driving, so I'll probably be able to record a podcast while I'm on a long, boring drive. So again... That's what's going on. Thanks for watching The Ape Show, and stay tuned for more.